right, guys. Big episode of the Nordies Podcast. We have tons of Star Wars news. We are letting ourselves get excited about Indiana Jones again. We debate a Harry Potter reboot. We watch The Hangover. And here we go, Nordy's Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Jim. How's it going? Uh, great. I think it is going great, and uh, part of that is because we had an awesome episode already. Our sportscast this week was amazing. The sportscast was so fun. I can't wait. Well, I suppose the folks have already listened. Yeah, you've already listened to that, and it was great. I know you loved it. Um, <laughs> but if you haven't, go check it out. It was a really good episode. Uh, it was kind of like a downer episode, but somehow I feel like we made it fun and positive. We brought the energy. It was a good did. time. It was like it made we, me feel better. It made me, yeah. It was like it was like therapeutic. So go check that out if you're feeling sad about Minnesota sports, like a lot of us always are, but definitely are right now. Um, and then also give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram if you don't already at Nordy's Podcast, and uh, also subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcast from and get the Nordy's Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. Yeah, and donate to my mustache campaign. Yeah. Yeah, I look stupid. No, I think you look cool. Oh, thanks. So I think you yeah, look help like me raise money. I think you look like Ted Lasso's stunt double. Yeah, the stunt doubles are usually like not well educated. <laughs> no, They're no, no. Kind they're... of ugly versions. They couldn't hack it. Yeah, they just weren't. Uh, and you're that's not, fine. You're I... not like a famous celebrity right. in handsomeness, but you're like you're handsome enough. Yeah, to I'm play not dating one. like Olivia Wilde and you know whoever the Ted Lasso actor did. You know, yeah, like, I get yeah. It. You're not quite on his level, but like you're. <laughs> You're handsome enough to play Not him. Not quite. Oh, <laughs> thank you. From a distance, from the back. Yes, yeah. perfect. Uh, all right, so here we go. First up, what are we drinking? Dude, we are drinking a delicious Blackstack double IPA that they're calling Catch a Wave. I like it. Doesn't it feel Cali to you? It really does. It's, right? it's really delicious. I mean, it's just one of their other, you know, they do this all the time. Yeah, this is a nice one. They're pretty classic at doing this. This is a classic beer for yeah. them. Yeah, delicious. All right, so here we go. We're diving right into Do We Care? And this is going to be Star Wars heavy. Huge week for the Star Wars. Okay, what was the Star Wars event? Yeah, they have the big, like, Star Wars event. Like, Tyler of Winterfell tried to get you to go, didn't he? No, he didn't talk to me about this. Okay, well... um... Text me. No, I'm just kidding. He didn't ask me. Know. No, but <laughs> no, but cool. like it's it's like a big thing where like you know they have a a Star Wars day or whatever, and they march out. You know Daisy Ridley, and they have a big uh, all the announcements, and they'll play trailers, exclusive trailers, and you know it's like a Comic Con, but only for Star Wars. And so they had that, and dude, if we were thinking, is Disney ever going to make a Star Wars movie? They announced a bunch so yes they are but not for not till 2025 is our first one so what we got announced was james mangold and where would people know him from i mean he's done awesome stuff he did logan which was great logan was one of the best was the best superhero movie and he's doing the new indie five which i'm excited for and yeah i think we got the trailer for that actually and it looked cool so i think james mangold is a, a legit actual very good director and I'm excited for his, I think out of all the movies, I'm excited for his the most. I am too. And it's it's going to be a film that covers the first Jedi to wield the force. Come on. It's going to be set 25,000 years before the films. So Are I they going to have cool ass tech? I hope they do. Yeah. I because mean, I think that like my problem with like prequels a lot of times in, in most universes is that the 
like old timiness of everything isn't that interesting to mm-hmm. me. Like we watched in it's our like a fucking period piece, and those are boring. Dude. In our rewatch, we watched um, True Grit, right? And like, I'm bored by that time. Yeah, like oh, it's yeah. boring to me. Like even if the movie's good, just the lifestyle of the people is so off putting. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes. <laughs> that I don't want to. I'm like I'm instantly kind of out. Like yeah. I kind of don't give the movies a chance. So I'm hoping that you can tell it's a different time period, but that there still is um, interesting tech. Yeah. But you can tell it's different. How are they going to do it? I can't wait. It's going to feel so different. I think, I think Star Wars lore is the direction to go. Actually, yeah. I think that you could go anywhere you wanted to. And like, I find myself. I'm not. I'm not that into Star Wars. Okay. Like you've. Because of the pod, I think you've really gotten more in. Yeah, Tyler of Winterfell and the Nordy's podcast are the reasons that I like. And Jordan Alamat. Yeah, and, are the reasons I would say I, I like Star Wars and I've watched a lot of Star Wars now. Yeah. But, like, it is not, it's not my favorite franchise. It's not even my second favorite franchise. You know, like, I like it. Yeah. I think that the lore of Star Wars and, like, the all of the Sith Masters and, like, early Jedis and stuff... I'm in. I found myself kind of interested in all that, dude. It's like they make references to like this Jedi temple that's yeah. crumbling and it's been around forever. And it's like, well, they could show that everything they've ever shown has been within like forty five years. They'll be like Darth Borgius from twenty thousand years ago <laughs> destroyed the Jedi's first temple and burned it to the ground. And I'm like, like let's see this bitch. I'm like, show me him. And then he's like, he's like red. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> like fucking what? hell. Whoa. Tell me why is he red? It's like, don't worry about that. We're going to talk about trade embargoes now. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I, I do find myself um, feeling like this movie could be really cool. This could be, this is out of the three they've announced. This is the one I'm most excited for. I think it's going to be so different and so cool. And James Mangold, whatever he does, he's a very legit director. So, yes, hype. Then there's going to be one by Dave Filoni, who um, I'm not sure he's a great director, but I know he's good at Star Wars yeah. storytelling. Yeah. I'm losing faith a little bit. I, I, I'm not which really, is though, sacrilege, because I'm sure. But I think that like the stories they're telling are all stories created by him. Yeah. And most of them are really cool. So then why seen... isn't Mando better? Mando's kind of not that good of a show, dude. Mando sorry, is but... inconsistent. <sighs> yeah, but it's more consistently bad than good, dude. I think that problem with Mando is that... It doesn't it... even have Pedro Pascal. All he does is call in from an iPhone and read lines. They're like, now say the ship's losing its thrusters. And he goes, okay, the ship's losing its thrusters. And then they use that soundbite. And then they have random actors like... I'm sorry, but I'm I'm a little bit out on Mando, but please keep going. I guess Filoni's what I is going to get his own movie. My problem with, or my thing with Mando is that, like, what I think it is, is I think it's like a vehicle to tell a lot of their stories at once. I know. And so I think that, like, much. I think that it is, it is, um, it's doing the job where all the other Star Wars shows are pretty, like, they're all kind of like, um, what's it called when there's a, a TV series that's like a six episode series and it never comes back? What are those called? Oh, yeah, like just like a miniseries? A miniseries. Or? Yeah, yeah. I think most of the Star Wars stuff is miniseries. Yeah. But Mando is kind of like um, the home base. And they can kind of like keep going back there and they can go off in any direction from it. All right. And so I kind of That's think like that fair. makes it feel kind of important, even if it's not always great. 
And so I know, and I, I hate I, that, and that's why I will watch. I kind of cut week. it slack because it's kind of like, hey, do you want to hear more about Luke? We got that. Do you want to hear about Boba Fett? We got that. How about Ahsoka and all of her friends? We got that. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go back towards the past? We can do that. Or we could go towards the future. Do you like Rebels? Because we'll go there with it. And it's kind of like, mm. they kind of are like the hub of all Star Wars right now. Love and so it. I'm a little more patient with Mando because I think that it's the jumping off point of everywhere they want to go. Okay. And so when he's doing a Mandoverse movie, I kind of think it's going to be mostly about Rebels. Okay. I think it's going to be in that universe and maybe you'll get some cool cameos and you'll get Grogu at some point. But like, I think you're going to get a story about Thrawn, the heir to the Empire of Thrawn stuff. Right. You're going to get Ezra, and he's going to connect. It's going to connect with a lot of the Star Wars dots that we already have. Which would be cool to see kind of like the final rematch between Thrawn and Ezra. Yeah. Because they both yes. lived, right? Yeah, Through they Rebels, they both lived, right? Well, we don't know. I mean, we do now. I yeah. Mean, I mean, this show is coming now. out, and they're kind of like, where is Thrawn, and where is way, Ezra? I'm watching... Rebels are trying to get through yeah. it before Ahsoka, which we're going to get to. But have to, um, yeah. So, anyways, I do. I am excited for the 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 kind of Mandoverse Filoni movie. Yeah. But then the, this other one is maybe I don't know. It's interesting. Why don't you describe it? Do you know? Do you have? Yeah. The last one is by Charmine Obed Chinoy. Okay. Not a household name yet. Not a household name. Don't even know who this person is. Um, but they will be directing a film featuring Ray. Right. Um, rebuilding the Jedi Order. And I... 15 years past episode nine. I, I think that this is um, going to give them the opportunity to make up for what I think were some mistakes. And so I'm I don't hoping... want it to be two and a half hours of retcon. No, but I also think that like what I want them to do is say, hey, I know you wanted some different villains and we kind of gave you all the same villains. Mm -hmm. So now we're going to give you a totally new set of villains with a new... They're not like trying to be the new empire. Like, I kind of want them to be like... Like I said before on this show. Yeah. I want them to be religious extremists. Yeah. And they're like these like religious extremists who are kind of anti-Sith and anti-Jedi. Yeah. And they're like taking this use of the Force in like this, you know, crazy, like way that is based on like their wild faith the only reason i'm excited for this is because it is truly the only thing that they've done since episode nine that is present tense or future tense right like what's happening in the world now yes um and i think 15 years is a good time jump considering it'll end up being you know 10 years or eight years or whatever from the last movie something like that um which is way too long for Star Wars to follow up with that. But I think it's cool. I'm excited for it. I, I would say that, I'd rank them Mangolds, like yeah, pre, 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 prequel. Yeah. Because yeah. that's going to start like a whole really cool. That could be like the new main Star Wars shit. Yeah. That could be awesome. And then uh, this one. Yeah. And then the Filoni one, actually. I'm pretty pumped about all of them. But okay. I, will, I will just say this. I think that I, I know I'm, I'm just beating a, the same story here, but like. I think that they made a big mistake in that most Star Wars has the same villain. Yeah. And I think that got a little tired. There's an entire fucking galaxy. And why are they always fighting political empire leaders? Every time. Like an evil government of this. That's like the same government. And by the way, the, this, the, the first order, is that what they're called? Yeah. Their leader 
was actually the same leader and their like main general was trying to be the past general. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was just the same thing. I that and so, was ridiculous. So to me, I kind of want like oh, there's peace in the empire and the government actually is doing a good job. Yeah. And let's see some of that. The government is doing a good job, but there is um like these planets that are fighting back and they are like these small tribes of force users and they're terrifying. That sounds way better to me. Yeah. And so I think like just different. I think they need to make it different. I don't want the same story anymore. There's galaxies. There's 10,000 plus, you know, tens of thousands of years of lore. Mm -hmm. Let's explore that and like make it a different story. I can't wait. I'm actually excited. Me too. But we're not done because they announced more. They showed the Ahsoka trailer. Yeah. And I am very excited about this. So... I think you you got to watch Rebels, which I'm going to try to do this summer. If you don't like watch Rebels, you're not going to care. If oh, you do I watch, care. I care if anyways. If you do watch Rebels, you're going to care. I mean, so Ahsoka really is famous from Clone Wars. Yep. She was the... Which I'm not really going to try to do. And what I've heard is that... Um, Floyd, but I did see her, like, you know, her escaping Order 66. I watched that whole sick. episode. Yeah. Amazing. I didn't totally understand all, like, the Darth Maul stuff that was happening with Mandalore at the same time, but... Yeah. I did get, you know, her just being fucking awesome. She's like Filoni's baby. Yeah. Right? Like right. he is like, that is the character he cares about the most. Right. So I do think the show is going to be good. I think he's going to put a lot into making this good. And I think that if you watched Rebels and if you watch Clone Wars, but if you at least watch Rebels, that's the direction they're going. And it's a, it's a new Star Wars story, which we've been crying out for. Mm-hmm. And the, the cast is really cool. And yeah. it's, uh, I think it's going to be different and you fun. Mary Elizabeth Winstead yeah. popping up in yep. there. Yep. Um, we did see like, is it Zeb? Yeah. Zeb popped up yep. in, in Mandalorian. Briefly. So he might show up. Yep. We'll get Chopper. We saw him in the trailer. Yeah. We saw Ezra. We don't know where he is, but we saw like an image of him. We saw Sabine Wren. Yeah. Who's like maybe a force wielding Mandalorian. Is that what the deal is? That's yeah, cool. Cool. And then um, obviously Thrawn is. Just saw the back of his head. I can't miss villain. Like, yeah. Just awesome villain. So I think this show is going to rock. I can't wait. Um, it's coming out this summer. Do you feel like you're setting yourself up for my Obi-Wan moment? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> A hundred percent. Yeah. I'm already spooked about it. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> you should like, be checking yourself now. Yeah. You're making the same mistakes I did, bro. I know. I know. I it's mean, all good. I, be hype. It's all good. I think this is going to be better. It looks cool. I hope. Um, and then, and then uh, we also got uh, word about Bad Batch season three, which I think is the final season too. Yeah. Are you watching that? No. Okay. If someone like really. Someone who listens, tell me if I should watch it. If I really should, I guess I will. But or, like, like, do the thing where you pick, like, watch these mm, four or five episodes. Yeah, watch these five episodes, great. and you'll like it. And I'll be like, I, dude, I tried, to, I tried to watch most of season one, and I, I gave up. All right, we're done with Star Wars talk. It's been a long... Yeah, move on, move on. We gotta move on. I'm sorry. Everyone who doesn't like Star Wars is like, fuck you guys. Yeah. Um. So we're going to talk about Indiana Jones. Yeah. We got the trailer for the fifth and final Harrison Ford Indiana Jones movie. Right. I think it looks great. I think it looks really cool. I think too. it looks really cool. I'm actually super excited about this. Mads Mads Mickelson, dude. I mean, it's kind of like they're throwing it back to like the Nazi bad guys. Yeah. I love the Nazi bad guys. They're the best. Yeah. The only problem is is that the Nazi bad guys are like cool in like you what? Know, in now? Like, in like 
current certain, certain groups of Americans. <laughs> there's going to be like 7% of Americans cheering for Mads Mikkelsen during the movie or what? I think there's going to be like 30%. If somebody if somebody stands up and cheers for the Nazis in the theater I'm in, I'm going to be pissed. They're like they're going to be like you think the Nazis are bad. Hunter Biden's laptop. <laughs> That's the real villain of Indiana Jones 5. <laughs> what if it was? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, but the trailer looked good. I loved like seeing like different eras. They're going to do a lot of different eras of Indy, right? Stuff yeah. we haven't seen when he's younger. The de-aging from what we've seen looks great. And we've heard that they're going to they've actually like maybe figured it out. They probably just asked ChatGPT to like do it for them, which is great. Um, so I'm excited about that. And then they said it's going to be the last Harrison Ford one. Um, do you feel like the Dial of Destiny is the Fountain of Youth? I mean, I what know. he's found so far, he's found the the Grail, mm-hmm. the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. Uh. A, okay. I don't know, some stones or some shit in the <laughs> the volcano. Forget that one. Yeah, that's rough. And then he found some alien shit. I feel like the Fountain of Youth has to be what he's looking for here. Yeah, but like, didn't you know, he can't do um, anything that they've done on Outer Banks. Oh, and they're they're looking for that there? Probably. Oh, he, they can definitely do that. Nobody gives a fuck about Outer Banks. Outer Banks. Outer Banks, they're going to be looking for You think for that black they've dudes? ever said the word Outer Banks in the writer's room of Indiana Jones? <laughs> I was just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, literally, uh, I think that I don't really care what it is so long as it's not like aliens again. And it's funny. I'm not here saying I can't like suspend disbelief. Mm -hmm. Like I'm here for some wild shit. I mean, I watched. They've all been mystical and crazy and ghosts. The very first one had ghosts. ghosts. were melting people's face Yeah, in the very first one. So when people are like, aliens are a real stretch. They were like, okay, we have to walk across this thing. We can only, oh, it's Jehovah. And he walks across, he throws sand on it. That was a great scene. That was pretty sick. That was dude. sick. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I fucking am all about all the the supernatural stuff in these movies. Yeah. But the the alien thing felt uh, out of place. It was yeah. a little weird. It didn't really fit with the other kind of mystery that they've had. Yeah. Um, and so too tech. I think we like it more. Yes, I want ghosty. ancient, ancient, yeah. like ancient ghost spirit kind of thing. Love it. Yeah, that's what we're looking for. I think we're gonna get that, and I do wonder if they're going to set this movie up to possibly have Harrison Ford, even though I I bet Indiana Jones does not want to do it. Mm -hmm. He will somehow be forced to drink from the fountain of youth. He will become Mm. young and then they're just going to like, he's Harrison Ford is going to sell his image and voice and they're going to keep making movies with him as a young indie, but in mm, the eighties or nineties or whatever they want to do that. I think that's what they're going to do, and I like it. I think it's fine. I think he already sold his likeness, didn't he? I don't know, but I like that. I think they're going to do it. He'll be long gone, here's, and we'll get the thing. great hair. Like, in reality, the only thing Harrison Ford wants to do is um, nothing. He likes to wear earrings. He's really crabby. <laughs> yes. What was the video where he like someone showed him like the Millennium Falcon that they built out of Legos, and then he like broke, and he like didn't give a fuck. I mean, I think that was staged to play into his crabbiness but i did see one where they like the whole cast and crew came around and did a birthday like sang to him he was uh, not into it (laughs) (laughs) why why is he not like why is he like that he's kind of great except for the earring he's great yeah (laughs) he got rid of the earring i think in the last five years but 
All right. Uh, how about this? This is good news for everybody. Yeah. A new Game of Thrones spinoff is going to happen, it sounds like, and it's going to be about Aegon's Conquest. That's what is sick. What is Aegon's Conquest? So, do you remember the fall of Valyria where, like, you know, all the dragon lords were over in Assos, and they ruled over there, but then their, like, amazing, techno- technologically advanced Valyrian city where they raised dragons in this volcano and they had complete control, it all erupted. Something happened. And we don't really know what it is, but... Because the Targaryens were over on an island off of Valyria, they survived. So they took the Black fucking Dread over to Westeros and dominated. They melted, you know, Harrenhal, the whole thing. They And in a way, it was kind of good because it finally, like, stopped all the warring between the different things and united the Seven Kingdoms. Mm. Remember that? Okay. I mean, this is like That's ancient be history. About. Ancient history. So, so are we going to get an answer to what happened there, you think? In Valyria? Yeah. I don't know. I, I suppose you'd have to. If they do it, I would love to see that. Um, you probably want to get that answer from George before he dies. Like, dude, just pick something and we'll go with it. Um, so I think it's it's a really cool idea for the show. Uh, I w- I, I'm still more excited for maybe the Jon Snow sequel series than I am for more prequel stuff. Mm, I'm really excited about the John Snow yeah. sequel series. Like, what's he doing up there? What's going I, on? I think, like... It will give them an opportunity. Like it'll give them an opportunity to redeem the White Walkers. Is what it's going to do. I think because the, they fucked that up. I think the the big thing for me is just when when there's like a franchise that everybody in the world wants more of, and you're not making more. What are you fucking doing? Right. Like the fact that there's not enough Thrones and Harry Potter coming out right now is like what's going on HBO. Oh, yeah. that's right. You got bought by Discovery and you're making 15-day fiancé or something. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. Uh, it, it, it's a good idea. I think that if they're going to do some kind of prequel, that's a huge, huge moment that they've referenced many times. Let's let's see it on screen. And then, you know, we'd also like to see Robert's Rebellion at some point, I would say. I want to see a young Robert Baratheon fucking lighten up Rhaegar Targaryen on the trident smashing him with the warhammer the jewels fly off his breastplate he's dead and they win like that would be cool um maybe just like a eight episode deal yeah someday. i think the big thing about thrones though is like um all of the glory is never what you imagine it to be yeah you know like right all of the glory is less glorious than, i know than you the glorious moments like kind of dirty like oh yeah. this shit's like remember remember in thrones a great scene where it was um the morning star i think his name was mm-hmm. and it was like it was like reed and um ned stark and all those guys it had the big moment the at sword the, of the, the morning or whatever and they ye- ca- they went to the tower to save his sister yeah and you were like they fucking beat the best swordsman in the whole thing and you're like oh no they just snuck up behind him and cut his throat yeah <laughs> i i love that it was like three it was like three on one and it was like the biggest like hero story but in reality they just like cheap shotted him <sighs> it's kind of brilliant yeah and so i think like that is kind of the brilliance of thrones where they're like yeah all of your fairy tales they're just a mess like they're not really glamorous at all. Uh, you teach American history. Yeah, I guess so, that's what it really is. Yeah, they're like they're like George Washington. You know, took this trip on this boat across to win this war, and it's yeah. like in reality they were like probably you know 
all sick to their stomach from the food they were eating. <laughs> like, beat the shit out of a couple of guys who were like unarmed. <laughs> or so, you know, like something just bullshit. Just make that movie. All right. Uh, How about this? Uh, live action Moana. Does that do anything for you? Very little. But it is. it will be interesting to see The Rock. <sighs> like, it's just an excuse to get The Rock in another movie I don't want to see. Yeah. I, but he was good. Did you like Moana? I think Moana he is the sang only, a little bit. Like, I think I Moana like, might be one of the only rock movies I've ever seen. Oh. Yeah, you really do avoid them when possible. It's funny. I don't like... It's not that I don't like The Rock. Like, I mean, I grew up on 90s WWF. Like... Yeah, you know... You've seen more of The Rock than I have. When I was a 10 to 12-year-old kid, wrestling was my life. Mm-hmm. And so that's all I cared about. And so... I love The Rock, but since he since that day, I don't really want to see anything he does. Okay. I mean, I tried to watch what was that show um, where he was like a uh, former player turned agent. Oh, that was pretty bad. Uh, Ballers. Ballers. Ooh. That was bad. It had it had uh, John David Washington though, and he was bad in it. He was bad. Yeah. Okay. How about this? The Blue Beetle. Tra- uh, trailer. Did you? Did, okay, so I thought it looked pretty cool. I mean, it looks big and silly and fun, and it, it is like nice that it's like a bunch of Latinx folks, right? Yeah, I, mean, like, I just kept thinking it's be of different. Big bad beetle boards. Big, big bad beetle boards. That's yeah. all I kept thinking. No, of. I mean that shit. He does look a little like that. That's what I thought. But I he like, looks cool. Oh my god, is this just one of the Beetleborgs? I mean, like, dude, it's a DC movie. Um, it, we have no expectation that it should be good. We have no reason to think it's going to be good. I hope it is. It's got George Lopez, which makes me. It does throw back to our last pod. Um, but it's it's probably not going to be very good. I I want it to be. Like, I will support the movie until I see it and hear that it sucks. Okay, sticking with superhero stuff, we found Please. we got another trailer for Secret Invasion. Yeah, yeah, this looks cool. Sam I think Jackson. this will be. Yeah, I, I. Do you fuck with this? I think I do. Okay, I think I do. I hope um, so. I I think it will be good. I'm I'm pretty. Is it a is it a movie? No, I feel it's a pretty. Series, I feel it? pretty damaged by by Marvel right now. <sighs> I like know. I'm my we're, my but, fate. But hey, at least we're not like sitting here like, yeah, no, we, uh, you know, the latest Thor movie was awesome, and uh, none of it has been good. Yeah, and I, I but we're realistic, and I'm I, starting I to get worried good. that like I keep thinking like, this is where they get back on track. Yeah, the Eternals, Black Panther two. <laughs> this is where they get back on track, and it's yeah. like, no, not quite. I'm like and the Eternals. They can't fuck the Eternals. Ant Man no, three. No, this is did. it. Uh, oh, Kang's gonna be in Ant Man three. This is gonna be sick. This is the they're they're back. No, no, it was pretty bad. It kind of bombed, and then they fired the fucking VFX director. They're like, oh, it, so. they're like, oh, but uh, you know, you're gonna get uh, all these Disney Plus cartoons turning into movies. You're gonna get the the new Captain America, who's played by Anthony Mackie, and I'm like. What is that? What else does Anthony Mackie do? He doesn't do anything. He's not else. some big star. He's, that not, they, he's not a star at all. You know they're gonna make that into like a Hulk movie. Ugh. By the way, what does that mean? Oh, yeah, the Hulk. Well, they got be in yeah, it? Red Hulk is gonna be in. I, I think mean, that they that thought, actually is probably gonna help. I think what they thought to themselves was Anthony Mackie cannot carry a movie, so we're gonna need the Hulk. <laughs> he couldn't even carry a Netflix show. They had to cancel it. <sighs> That's terrible. yeah. I'm serious. That's Altered terrible. Carbon. He, they canceled season two. Um, no, I mean. I don't know. What do you think? 
I I'm hopeful. I mean, but I've felt that way now for like three years. I think since since Tony Stark Stark died, snapped his fingers. Yeah, it's never been the same. I mean, it was they accomplished something that will never be repeated by them or anybody else. So I that's mean, amazing. The but... end of the end of Endgame. Yeah, is the most electric part of a movie ever. Right, and it was in theater. I have never been in a theater like that. The the fans were wild. Everyone was cheering. People were crying. People were clapping. It was so fun because the story, they pl- they slow played the story for a decade. Everybody in that there, theater had rewatched everything oh, for 25 hours oh, it was just so to fun. get to watch that. And so... <laughs> And everyone knew what was going to happen. Yeah. That's the funniest thing. Everyone knew what the story was, and they just were excited to see it. Yeah. That's amazing, and it's beautiful, and I don't know if this is going to change those things, but I do think it looks cool. They, they're giving it a real, like, um, you know, uh, Winter Soldier vibe, Yeah, which was one of the best movies they've yeah, ever made. Cool. So I'm excited. I do think that every time they jump to, like, um, the cr- Skrulls or the Kree, which uh. are they? They look dumber. I'm not a big fan of it. And they didn't, they like really held back on like superhero stuff. Yeah. They kind of made it more spy. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think it's going to work on the spy level. I hope. And maybe when they bring superhero stuff in, it's not as good, but we'll see. So I am excited. And hey, by the way, yes, I care. That is the segment. I care. I care a lot. Okay. How about this? Um, the Night Agent season two is coming. Yeah. You must care. I think I do. You're going to watch it. Um, this movie is fast food television. It's how I describe it. Yeah. I mean, this is I, like, I watched episode one. And what did you think? Like, what were your the positives and the negatives? Um, the positives was it is kind of a cool little story. That's what I think, too. Like, the, like and the mystery of the story is cool. Yeah. Like, they set up cool stuff. Like, whatever. Um, the action scenes were kind of bad. The acting is wooden. Um... <laughs> <laughs> the main guy is handsome and big and terrible at acting and not good terrible at but acting. like i kind of get the appeal and i i may watch more i just have a lot going on right I, now, but yeah. I liked the show this show you watch the whole fucking thing this show was the kind of show and there's this comes along every once in a while that i felt um a little embarrassed that while i was watching it yeah like while i was watching it i was kind of like <laughs> This is sad that I like this, but yeah. I do. I mean, it was kind of like I was had to like give myself a pep talk to enjoy it. Yeah. But I found myself binging it. Yeah. Like I found myself being like, it's one thirty in the morning. One more. I can fit another one in. Yeah. And like that's a sign of a fun bingeable show. Yeah. I if it's hey dude, this is we, we it's an entertainment podcast. If it's entertaining, it's it's a winner. That's I think it. that there's some they 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 are able Netflix had this with um bodyguard too the bodyguard or bodyguard bodyguard was more well done maybe less fun less fun more well done yes yeah. i agree um richard madden we imagine to be a really good actor at this point i'm not sure that he is uh, we don't know yet we really. don't know that he is he's been in some things that we like but that doesn't mean he's great i don't know that he's great right um and so I think in my mind, I was like, well, Richard Madden, he did Game of Thrones, and now he's in Bodyguard. This is a big get. Right. But I also think like, well, he was in The Eternals, which bombed, <laughs> right. and nothing else. <laughs> yeah, so really. maybe he's not good. So I, I think it's on the same page. If you like Bodyguard, or you just like crime dramas, or like anything like that, the mystery that's um kind of like this like government cover-up 
mystery kind of thing is really fun. Yeah. It worked for me, at yeah. least the first episode. I think you should keep watching it. Give All it right. to JC. So well, dude, it's getting a season two, so I might as well. Yeah. All right. Finally, um, we got news that there's plans at HBO for a Harry Potter seven seven season show. Yeah. That's going to redo all of the books. Yeah. Crazy. And I, I just don't know if this is going to happen. I just still am. I'm in total denial that this is a real story. I didn't. Okay. So I've had a lot of thoughts about this. I'm sure. And I, I, at first I was really skeptical. I was like, we don't need this. Right. But I've watched the movies so many times. And I think like as good as they are, they are um, not HBO. You've seen the movies more than anybody else I know, I think. I've probably seen like the movies, especially like the last like 12 couple times each. <laughs> I I mean, <laughs> please don't tell me more than that. Way more than that. <laughs> okay. I mean, I watch because every say, time it's on, I know you it's keep on it on. It's every, that Christmas thing, and no, not just Christmas. It was on this weekend, and I watched the seventh one. Nice. It's always on. It's on at all times. And the, the, <laughs> the most sickening thing to me is that the Potter movies will be on every weekend for the rest of my life. Right. And I'll be like, I'm bored. And then I'll be flipping through the channels for some reason, even though I don't flip through channels that much. And then it'll be like Harry Potter's on. And then I'm like, well, of course I'm going to watch this. Yeah. And then in reality, I could just take out my Apple TV remote and say, Harry Potter in the Chamber of Secrets. Yeah. And it would fucking pop up and I could watch it without commercials. But I just <laughs> yeah. watch it with the commercials every time. Like a complete psycho. Yeah. That is a psycho move. But I get it. I get it. So what do you think that HBO can yeah. do differently and somehow de-cheesy new de- or better? De-cheesify it. Like I think that the, my problem with Potter is like... You it, really think a TV show mm-hmm. can be less cheesy than like major blockbuster movies, buddy? Just I, know that TV has a tendency to to have to crank shit out, do things a little. I I can't imagine the budget that this show will need to have to to even surpass the say movie three, like where they're just really ramping <laughs> up and starting to spend a lot of money, and it's already a hit. I think the big problem for me is the. The lack of violence, but Can like, they just do this with Star Wars instead. God, what if they did this with Star Wars and rewrote I, the shit a little bit? I Give think me that they, instead. I think that like I was really kind of against this, and now I've kind of come around. Now I'm very much in, mm. and I think like I'm just curious who they're making it for though, because I think Harry Potter fans are adults. Yes, and so I think like if this is an adult show, it should where be they're an adult kind show, of like but yeah. it's also a, the source material is a kid's book, dude. I think and yes, there's scary stuff. And they did the scary stuff pretty real and pretty hardcore in the movies. I think that they can make this a little more adult, a little more violent. A and like bit. and then don't get me wrong, like like the the seventh and eighth movies are are pretty dark. Yeah. Like I was watching it, like I said, because I always do. Yeah. And it was like the snatchers. You know, it's kind of like a lame character, the snatchers. But like they were like carrying bodies that I'm not sure if the people were alive or dead. Yeah. And then Ron is listening to like people who were captured and hadn't been heard of and were probably dead. And like there there's a lot more like violence and killing in those movies. And I like that so i just found myself thinking like oh man i hope hbo leans into this i hope it it is kind of dark because this is a dark story yeah harry is tempted by darkness voldemort is a murderous person who hates humans and not pure-blooded wizards right he is on like a genocide with a 
force that has infiltrated the government and is totally about killing people and committing acts of terrorism. This, it needs to be like an adult show. I, I don't know. I guess. An adult? I don't see it. I just, I thought that they were going to do a big, expensive, live action Harry Potter mm-hmm. something that was going to be a sequel, a prequel, a different story, a different side of things, and then just a remake. I but mean, they have to be People thinking... are like, it's been 20 years since the first one. Yeah, but it's been 10 years since the last one. And that's not that long, dude. <laughs> I think people have to be thinking, though, and like, HBO has to be thinking, like, how do we make this last forever? Yeah. And like, if they're not, like, they're crazy. Like, they have to be looking at these franchises all over the place and being like, we have fucking dropped the ball with... Yeah. with Harry Potter. Oh, they have. They've just absolutely fumbled the bag. <laughs> I mean, when you hit seven in a row, and then you, you miss three in a, in a row. Eight in a row. Movies. Eight, eight yes. Eight, eight in a row movies, eight. and then you just bomb, and you've never done anything on television. And like, Star Wars is on TV. Marvel's on TV. DC's on TV. Star Trek was on TV. Every other franchise is on fucking TV. Right. And you're not? Yeah. What are you doing? Well, fuck, dude. Game of Thrones. They're making new Game of Thrones shows. Where the fuck is the Potter shows? Yeah. And like, I I just think that's crazy. I think they're absolutely, they had a money printing machine and they like jammed the gears on their own. That's a good point. Can I read through some fan casting that's already happened? Please. Okay, I'm going to go quick. So obviously, I think with the young kids, you got to go newcomers, people you haven't heard of. As the Golden Trio, as they're yeah, calling Oh, absolutely. It. How do you like Brian Cox as Albus Dumbledore? <laughs> do you like it, or is he too like cranky? I like Brian Cox as, as everything. anything he could do. I just want more Brian Cox in my How life. about Benedict Cumberbatch as Lord Voldy? I don't know that you do better. Ralph Vines is still sitting there, and he was so good. I just think... That's what bothers me. I mean, I'm like, I he's don't, still around. I can't picture him, but I'm in. Okay, so um, Barry Cogan as Severus Snape. Who was he played? Oh, he's been in a bunch of stuff. He's he was in, in Eternals as like the cult leader kid. He's really good. Yeah, I'm in on that. Um, Olivia Coleman as Minerva McGonagall. I love that. Anything she's in is a winner. Nick she Frost as as Rubius Hagrid. Uh, let's see, Matt Smith. Oh yeah, as Lucius Malfoy. Matt Smith is anything as he well. already kind of like. Where's the wig? So Aaron Taylor Johnson as Sirius Black. I'm HBO not sure just that HBO just has him doing um, both his character from Thrones and Potter. Yeah, and I like mean the same. A... <laughs> not just walk not over here. Happen. Just walk over here and just do the same <laughs> right. character pretty much. <laughs> same cloak. <laughs> uh, how about Tom Hardy as Mad Eye Moody? That would be fun. <laughs> oh my god, that gosh. would be fun, right? Yes. So I mean, it it, it would be fun. I just I will be very skeptical throughout. As you'll see, if this happens, we're going to be doing the podcast throughout it, throughout production. I think and... I want Tom Hardy as um, Remus Lupin. Really? Yeah, that's what I want him as. Yeah. I see Remus as more of like a feeble guy that will then like obviously is can be scary as a werewolf. But I don't know, man. Uh, we'll see what happens. Am it, I in? It is very interesting. Of yeah. course. I mean, of course. I mean, more Potter is good, is good for me. Yes, we need like, more. Like it's something they... different. I mean, I would be so excited that if there was a, if this happens, mm-hmm. the first episode, I will have a party at my house. Okay. Like for sure. With like themed food and drinks. I, I, I know you will. I will. And I'd I want to be there. I'd be that level excited and you'd be there for sure. Yeah. Okay. Love it. Okay. Well, it's time to move on guys. Okay. 
Uh, and that's two hot wrecks and Irex. You saw Super Mario. Was it was it a hot wreck? <laughs> hot. This is a movie. This movie is a tight 90, number one. 90 minutes long. Doesn't need to be longer than that. I saw it with my kids and my wife. We had so much fun. Yes, I have played every Mario game in existence, so I know that helped. But I can't believe that 50% RT score from reviewers. What the fuck? How cranky are these people, dude? This movie was nonstop fun. It was bright, full of action, so funny, great voice cast, uh, tons of like cool Easter eggs and references for people that have played the video games. Uh, had some like you know some surprises in it. It wasn't just straightforward, and they saved a bunch of stuff for the next movie. Like you got a ton of action. Like you got cool stuff. Was it funny? Yes, it was funny. Yes, it was funny. Jack Black as Bowser does musical numbers, by the way, and they're amazing. Like okay. he's fantastic. Um, I really, really like this movie. Uh, I don't get the hate for it. Is it? Is it definitely a kids movie? Yeah, but why great not? Movie, but great d- movie d- but for it's adults. Not like, it's not like a preschooler fucking movie with its like you know that sucks. A it's, fam- not, it's a family it's like fucking Veggie Tales. It's a it's, family movie. It's a family it's a movie. Fan but movie. you know what? You can take your kids and feel good about it, it but you yourself are also going to enjoy it, and you're going to get a lot of the references that are meant for you. They're so meant for me. Yeah, I yeah. really liked it. I would give. Did it, your kids like it? They were obsessed. Oh, wow. And they were like, dude, okay, so remember last week I plugged The Last Wish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As like a pretty damn good animated movie. Um, I think this movie was just as good, but maybe more fun. And my kids loved it. So, dude, this is a wreck for me. I think it was so much fun. I'm a big Mario guy, it turns out, man. And they finally did it. It turns out that if you just take the video game source material and do it justice and honor it, Last of Us, Mario, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe we can get good video game adaptations. You just have to take it seriously. Now just make me a Red Dead movie. It's going to happen. A Dude, Red I, Dead show. I promise you, but you don't like period pieces. You just said you don't like anything that's that's Western shit, dude. You're, <sighs> You're going to be bored by it. I would be bored. <laughs> You'd be like, can I just play? Can I just shoot this guy in the <laughs> face right now just to switch things up? I, yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's like all cowboy stuff, I guess, is actually pretty boring to me. Now that <laughs> I really is. think about it, it's pretty boring. There's all those long shots of them like riding over a mountain and shit. You're like, oh my God. Yeah. So, but anyways, uh, Mario, I loved it. I was not disappointed at all. It was so fun. Um, good shit, dude. Okay. I haven't started this yet, but I'm very excited about it. Dave, yeah. it's back. Dave is back. Dave is back. Episode two specifically was just masterful. I think it's brilliant. I can't wait for the show to finally get its flowers. Because it needs to. We're, we've been giving it its flowers for is, fucking years. This is dude. one of the best shows that nobody talks about. Unbelievable. And it's it's so funny. It's so smart. I think it's like I think it's also um like one of the most deep and heartfelt shows too. Like his like it's one of the only shows that kind of like makes me tear up. Yeah. One of the only ones. Yeah. And I'm not that emotional of a person when it comes to like TV and movies and like anything with what's his name? Gata. Gata. When Gata has a nice big moment. That tugs at the heartstrings. I know. I love this show. And I think that this is like, I think it's like how much, how little Dicky 
must feel about his career. Yeah. He's super talented, but everyone thinks he's a joke. Right. And I think everyone thinks the show is a joke too. And just like everything else he does, it's It's not. incredibly deep. It's incredibly deep. It's incredibly thoughtful. And it's like full of talent. Ah, I love it. Yeah. I love it. It's back and I'm excited, dude. So yeah, it's two episodes premiered. We get one more on Wednesday. Let's go. Like, like, let's be serious though. Like how emotional of an episode was the last of the, the season prior? <sighs> Dude, I my wife like, and I were cheering, cheering, like, was, like, yeah, like actually audibly yelling. Like it was amazing. I, I felt like this just pit in my stomach for Gata. And then when it all worked out, I was like, yes, there's justice in this world. Oh, God. It felt good. <laughs> I love the show. We've loved this from day one. Um, Yeah. And it's back and it's good. Okay. It's good. Why should I mm-hmm. and everyone Ooh. watch beef? Beef. Beef, beef well, is it this week, huh? So beef is a big deal right now. It's a Netflix show. It's produced by A24, which is like Brad Pitt's one. Oh, he's a part owner of this production company that makes all these amazing horror movies, Hereditary and blah, blah, blah. They make all this stuff, right? And they made a TV show for Netflix um, starring Ali Wong. And then um, who's that like, oh, God, who's that good Asian actor from like Walking Dead and stuff? I didn't watch Walking Dead. Oh, he's he's super duper good. It sucks that I can't remember his name right now, but he's amazing in this show. And it's kind of like a bit of a slice of life from okay. like some kind of people that live in Hollywood, the haves and the have-nots, and this lonely art dealer, and then this like shitty contractor guy get into a beef. They don't know each other, but they like start going they get obsessed kind of with each other and they follow each other's you know the show follows each of their lives dude i'm on episode four and the whole thing's out i'm sure people have finished it dude i am so in really? it's really 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 good is it funny yeah like what's it kind no, of like what's the vibe it's, of it's it? it's funny but it's also kind of sad okay you know like these people aren't happy people okay um and it's sort of how like a road road rage rage incident might like, you know, kind of expose the real you. This is like exposing the real you finally, but maybe that's a good thing because okay. they're so trapped okay. in their lives that like at least expressing themselves, even in a horribly negative way, maybe maybe could bring out something good. So, dude, it's it's a fantastic show. Um, I think it's going to be kind of a big deal. Okay. So beef is a big deal on Netflix. Beef, it's a rack, dude. It's a rack. It's a it's a hot rack. Okay. Well, we we both watched something on Netflix also, and that was Murder Mystery too. A okay. What a so, nice little time. Here's my thing with Murder Mystery. They're bad. Right. But I have a great time watching them. Yeah. This was worse than the first one. Yeah, a little bit. I thought sometimes funnier though. Yeah, but I found myself really enjoying it. Mm-hmm. I like these. I think Adam Sandler is kind of perfect for like um, straight to Netflix movies. Yes. I think he's kind of like, he can do better things, but he also is like really good at these. Just like. He's such right. a natural. I think that like he, he probably like doesn't really read the script. I think he just shows up and is like. Hey, you know, crabby, like, kind of like crabby, older um, Adam Sandler character. Yeah. Works for me like really well. I think it's so easy for him. It's super easy. He kind of always is like playing this like sarcastic asshole right. who is just like making all these like funny comments. Yes. And it just works. 
And I think like the mysteries and like the level of special effects makes it great. <laughs> yeah. And I found myself enjoying this one again. I, I was excited for it. I would say we had talked about it. That yeah, it was coming yeah. up. Yeah. I would say it wasn't as good as the first one, but I still liked it. And I, I'm hoping a third one comes out. I want a third. I want a fourth. Whatever, dude. They could even get a little worse each time. I'd they're, still watch They're really them. easy for them to make. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know yeah. it took him about three weeks to make them all. <laughs> yes. Like, dude. he was like, ah, oh, fuck, I didn't write this. I'm going to have to write it this weekend, but I'll have a script <laughs> to you by Monday. Netflix is like, are you sure we can start filming next week? He's like, hey, don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, I'll play some basketball in the park, and then I'll get right through it. That's how it felt. I think it's a wreck. And it's, it's a wreck. I think it's, it's a, a stupid I mean, wreck. Here's the thing. It's, it's probably... I mean, I'm wrecking a lot of bullshit lately. Like, yeah. I mean, I also no, you're watched, bringing the trash in. I also watched um, Love is Blind season four. Yeah, quickly. Yeah, and uh, Love is Blind season four. You watched four. the whole season? I watched the whole thing, except it's not done yet. We don't know what they said. Oh. We don't know if they, at their, at their weddings, if they uh, said yes or no. That's so stupid. It is the most, ter- like, terrible show. It's a car crash you can't look away. Yeah. It's the only show that I've ever fast forwarded because it was too awkward. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's kind of cruel. The people, it's like they kind of put them in this place where they like feel this like emotional. Do high. the people come in on the spectrum or do they just sort of get autistic throughout? I think they get on the spectrum during the show. Yeah, it makes so them. The, weird. the thing that's so spooky about the show is like people are truly looking for love. They come on the show. They get this thing where like they have nothing to do except find emotional connections. Yeah. So like they're just like 16 hours a day talking to someone about everything in their life, fantasizing about this person, about who they are, what they look like, and how they're, they're a perfect person. It's like a Stanford social experiment. It or is. Something. It's sickening. Then they meet them. I'm positive every first interaction is unwatchable. Oh, it's like it's these so, people who, who I, those have, are the things that bubble up to me, right? Like these people who have just agreed to get they get on my married, Instagram to get married. Yeah, they've never seen each other. They've talked to each other for nine days. They have to walk into a room and then go pretty much make out. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's alarming. Uh. And then instantly after that, they hop on a plane, fly to Mexico for a romantic getaway with each other. Oh. And they're most of the time they are like, I don't even have feelings for this person. What are you talking about? Then they are there for a week before they move into an apartment with them. And they have like three or four weeks to plan their wedding. Yeah. But they haven't told any of their families. So they have to tell their families. And half the time their families are like, what the fuck are you doing? Are you stupid? And then they have to like meet them and be like, oh yeah, in the bubble, uh, me and your daughter connected and we are perfect for each other and we both think so and then everyone is just scared to death on this show as the day gets closer they're all crying and being like i don't know what i'm gonna do when i get up there it's and then you have like nick lachey and his wife being like we're here to answer the age-old question is love blind i'm like you answered it. Yeah, it's no, not. It's not. It's not blind. This is wrong. We shouldn't do After this. season four, we should know. <laughs> it's definitely not blind. I'm positive at this point. Yeah. So that's some trash TV with uh, with uh, me. Yep. Appreciate it. Um, yeah. Lots of junk food TV coming from me right now. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're a busy guy, man. Yeah. I mean, you need to relax and just blow off some steam. All right. And then... Um, I tried to watch Outlast or whatever, by the way. What'd you think? It's 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 pretty good. I think I'm going to finish it. Yeah. I think you should. Yeah. All right. Uh, last thing, guys. We did a... Uh, put the podcast on a pedestal. Our rewatch. Yes. Hell this yeah. Week. We got two more weeks. And this was, this so was the good. hangover. So I messed up. I thought that we were only doing the hangover this week, but we're going to do Forgetting Sarah Marshall next week next so. week yeah I'm sorry which is good no. i kind of messed that up for us but it's, it's no problem at all dude because we get to keep this going and i yeah. got notes so yeah. we're set the hangover okay the hangover. i don't really know where to start with this movie besides the fact that it's just not appropriate it's like why is this movie newer but more outdated than it's, the other ones we've watched. This movie was like skipped all of like the progress we made socially in the world. I think maybe, but now looking back, it makes me think that's maybe why it kind of got a lot of buzz because it was like, oh, we're going to to PC of culture. Here's a movie that bucks that a little bit. I thought. Do you think? I I remember thinking this movie was really funny. Okay. It, it, there was parts. Sure. And I think this movie was. Not funny. Not funny. <laughs> oh, no. If it wasn't funny, then it's nothing. I think this movie was not funny. Now, like, was I interested? Like, I found myself, like, watching it and focusing yeah. on it. So this movie starts out with just a terrible premise. I mean, like, these just idiot guys need to go on a bachelor party in Vegas. Instantly, I'm kind of like, No okay. way these people would be friends in real life. No. And real friends are, like, all pretty similar people. And these are, of course, all random, you know. I thought that these people, like, the thing I, I really liked about this movie was the quality of, like, the filming. Yeah. This movie looked incredible. Yeah. It looked it super did. cool. It obviously had a huge budget. Well, you know, the guy that, that made these movies is doing the Joker movies now, right? Mm. So, like, yeah, he's got some talent with filmmaking. He's talented in filmmaking, but he's also talented in just making people feel uncomfortable, I think. Well, that's maybe <laughs> Maybe that's part of it, dude. So, like now I kind of get it. I have to say, the guy who's getting married is an absolute 0 out of 10 in this movie, and I think that's kind of part it's, of it. Yeah, good cuz he disappears the whole time. He's he's a 0. Um I think that uh what's the guy Alan? between Alan Alan is Zach Galifianakis, right? I don't He peaked in this. He peaked in this I didn't think he was that funny in this. Mm, that's rough, dude. And he's like, I actually thought the other guys were funnier than him. Was this movie like 2009? Something like that. Nine? Yeah. Ugh, God, I Maybe was Maybe 11 or 11. It makes me think I was like a real fucking idiot much longer than I thought I was. Like, I thought yeah, I was 2009. not an idiot like at 2005 or six. No, yeah. I was an idiot way into the 2000s. I remember like thinking this movie was really cool, but like. The slurs, the just the it, language. The, the they opening use. line is like, "Hey, don't leave me a message. That's fucking gay." It was like, a lot. Of that. The the opening line is like gay and like it was a lot of that so stuff. many like like slurs and r slurs yeah. and just like dude, stop trying to like. That's not how you push the social envelope these I, days. I didn't think it was like to me. Believe me, there's there are comedians who who say things like that. Yeah, and I laugh my ass off. 
paging Dr. F yeah. slur. Ooh. Like, okay, Ooh. we get it. If you're going to say stuff like that, God, I, you have to hit a home run. Yeah. There's no other choice. Right. You you are you are playing with fire, <laughs> and your choice is hit a home run or don't say it. Yeah. And they just kind of didn't hit a home run. They were swinging for singles, and I think that was like disappointing to me. Yeah. I liked um, Bradley Cooper in this movie. Yeah, I mean, it's like an incredibly unlikable protagonist. Yeah, he's kind of an asshole, but like total. I mean, he was the one saying all the f slurs. Oh, and just he was like doing, doing a lot. He of was bad the stuff. one. Yeah, and he was like a school teacher, so I guess you related to him on that. But I like, think that the other thing that bothered me though about this movie was like I found myself thinking like, oh, the this twist was really like kind of stupid and like predictable for him to be on the roof the whole time no just be like oh my gosh mike tyson now yeah and oh there's a tiger in there and oh my gosh and like just too many of the things were kind of like uh, it's a little too much on the nose for me yeah like i i thought parts of this movie were good but i'm having a hard time remembering them yeah i mean i'll tell ed helms yeah. You know, the funny thing is, is like, dude, they took a lot of people that were peaking at the time. Absolutely. Including Bradley Cooper. Looking oh, back yeah. now. Bradley looking Cooper. Looking back now, you think like, you at, thought that was the beginning that, of him. But Ed Helms and Galifianakis and all these people like. And uh, even uh, the, the Asian dude. Yeah. What's his name? Um, Whatever. Steven. No. 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 But Steven Yoon, by the way, is the dude that's starring in. uh <laughs> In beef, and he's fantastic. But I can't his name is Ken Jung. Yeah, Ken Jung. So like, this was like the peak of all their careers. Where are they now? You know, when we look at like these other comedies we've watched, those guys have had more sustainable careers that have gone on. This I think was I, kind I of think I liked peak. the movie more than I liked. Like, I liked it more as a movie than as a comedy. Yeah, and that was kind of alarming to me because this was supposed to be like one of the funniest movies ever. They made like two or three of these, didn't they? They made three movies, yeah. Three. And we're not going to watch the rest. Three. That's alarming to me. I, this this was mostly for shock value. Yep. Uh, Galifianakis is not a funny person to me. Oh, he he is. His stand up, like live at the Onion and stuff, okay, are sure. like brilliant. But yes, I mean. But in movies? Yeah. He hasn't really done much me. sense. It's not happening for me. Yeah. I mean, so I gave this movie an 83. And I think that's kind of high now talking about it. What do you think? I think this movie was a 68. Like, mm. I was pretty disappointed. I kind of, I was kind of worried I wasn't going to like it, but I just. I was waiting to be pleasantly surprised and that didn't happen. For I just me. didn't. Like I said, the movie was better than the, the comedy was. Yeah. Like, I kind of found myself kind of being like, oh, where is he? Right. Right. And then, like, <laughs> and then, oh, like funniest, funniest things. And, like, happen. I will say that, like, it ended strong. Um, not with really the ending, but with the the post. How many of these movies? Where's the post credit scenes yeah. these days? Like, dude, this had like all the the pictures that the kind pictures of explain the amazing. night from the camera. That was that good. was a that was that, that was, was a nice touch. That's what got the sequel. I th- I think that they like they you know, I I think I what was the name Ed what Ed Helms Ed Helms I think was my favorite part of this movie. Yeah. He his had like relation- a real story. His going, relationship yeah. was funny. Every time he would call his wife and tell her, like, "Oh yeah, you know, yeah. he just wants the sommelier the wants us to and- try this wine." You know, yeah. like there was a lot of funny things with him that kind of was the best parts of the movie for me. Um, 
but yeah, low score, low RT score from you. I mean, I didn't hate it. I just, it, it, it felt distant from some of the other ones we've watched. So we got Forgetting Sarah Marshall next week. I mean, I'm expecting that to kick this one's ass. To hit? Well, it will kick this one's ass, but how will it stack up? compared to the others and I, I mean I, at the I, end of this next week when we review this no, we, movie we, we're doing no we're doing two more oh what do we got and oh, um uh, uh are you super sure? bad oh super bad we'll wrap it up interesting so between those two we'll really see like we're gonna rank these we're gonna I mean, rank to me them. to me right now like the standalone is um old school no, it's not. It's uh, Wedding Crashers. Oh, yeah, yeah, Which yeah. I wouldn't have said before. Yeah. I would have said old school. Yep, you're right. That's, um, and that's that's what I we said, too. I and said I, too. Think, I think Wedding Crashers was the funniest of them. It held up the best, and it was the Most best Most likable characters. It was the best movie of yeah. all of them. Like, I found myself really entrenched in that one. Old school, I kept being like, it was kind of a nostalgia hit. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, man, I've always fucking thought this movie was great. It's kind of what I thought the whole time. And then 40-Year-Old Virgin, we liked a lot, too. Yeah. And then yeah, I thought yeah. Euro Trip and The Hangover were kind of like a step below. Yep, absolutely. So, yeah. we're going to Forgetting Sarah Marshall this week. I am excited about it. This is Judd Apatow again. Judd Apatow is is the king of comedy. God, he was... He, I mean, we'll see what happens with him long term, but fuck he, was he, he on fire. He was on fire. Yeah. Everything he touched was so good, so... I'm excited about this one. Um, I do think like my memories of this movie are really are really good. So okay. I'm I'm feeling positive. I can't wait. And uh, yeah. So next week we're gonna be watching Freeing Sarah Marshall. Watch it with us. And that's it. That's all the time we have this week. We went uh, super late. It's super late when we're recording this right now. What is it? Eleven thirty. Eleven day, man. Hey, Whatever. It's, it's a Monday. One, so. I don't give a fuck. So yeah, um, thanks for hanging out with us here at the Nordies Podcast. Go back check out our sportscast this week. We're kind of loserville again. We were trying to be positive for a few weeks, but it I was think a it, fun pod though. Dude. It was fun. Go back check it out. It was really a good time. I think you'll feel better if you're feeling sad about any Minnesota sports. Uh, and otherwise, we'll be back next week with your uh, your favorite podcast and your best friends here at the Nordies Podcast. Yeah.